0: We put this question out on Twitter. Uh, will this be a failed season if the Bucks don't win the NBA championship? Real simple. Yes. Yes or no?
1: I voted yes already. But I see no is already in the lead. I voted yes. When Explain. I mean, I'm sorry. What's the main goal every year? Win an NBA championship. What do we think when the Packers had the best player in the game and Aaron Rodgers? Win an NFL championship.
0: It's a good analogy. I mean, they have the best player
1: currently in Giannis. I mean, when we're thinking of... I know it's a little different for baseball. When you have MVPs, you think, you know, competing for a national championship, winning a national championship. Mm-hmm. How many times have we talked about it being a failed season because the Packers didn't win a championship with the best player in the game? That's why if you have Giannis Antetokounmpo, the best player in the game, because it's going to be back-to-back MVPs, the Bucks are putting up the best rating, net rating, in the history of the game. They're on pace for one of the best records ever. If you're putting up everything that coincides with everyone else who's ever won a championship and you have the best player in the game, I feel like it's a disappointment if you don't win the championship.
0: Um, yeah, I get that. Uh, you're right. and the, 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 the But best then I point.
1: don't want to get my hopes up too high because, as a Wisconsin sports fan, we know what happens. We've seen this movie a lot, haven't we?
0: Dis- yeah. I mean, disappointment. Well, are you going to say it's a failed season if Wisconsin basketball doesn't win the national title No, but
1: they don't have an MVP or, you know, they don't have a... Like the Packers, I'm more side with that analogy. The Badgers are a little different story, I guess.
0: Okay, but I mean, you're right. And I mean, they do have the best player, Giannis, the reigning MVP. But isn't is it? So is it only the goal to win a championship if you have the best player? Like, is Badger football is it a failed season next fall if Badger football doesn't play in the college football playoff?
1: No, what I'm saying is this team this year it'll be a disappointment for me because you went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and we thought what we're hopefully win a first round series right wasn't that the goal like to win the first round yeah they get to the eastern conference finals you get the mvp in giannis and then the reason why i say it would be a failed season this year is because you're literally putting on a historic pace of one of the best teams ever not just giannis but ever as a yeah. team collectively so it'd be a disappointment if you didn't win
0: ah uh, what do you think nelson uh, disappoint if they if they end up winning 64 games and have the best record by seven or eight games in the in all of the NBA. Have a number one seed. Giannis has the inside track to win a second MVP, and they lose either in the Eastern Conference Finals or even the NBA Finals. It's Bucks Lakers dream matchup, but LeBron and and the Unibrow are just better, and they lose in six games to the Lakers in the NBA Finals. Is that a failed season?
2: I think it would be a failed season if they didn't make the NBA Finals. I think making it to the NBA Finals, you can say, was a good season for the Bucks. How many wins do you think they would come away with this season if they played in the West? Because definitely not as many as what they would have had in the East.
0: You would think. I mean, the East is better, but I still think, I still think the think West they'd be leading is. It. Yeah, I mean, I maybe maybe they'd be like the Lakers, you know, like 11-12 losses. I, th- I think they'd probably be close to that. Yeah. I think the
2: Bucks need to, because what, they still kind of have, what, two more years this year and next year with Giannis under contract and that roster, basically what it is right now. I think they need to at least make the NBA finals to validate this season.
0: But you say NBA finals, then go back to you, Ebo. even if they make the NBA finals and lose in six or seven games to the Lakers, it's still a failed season.
1: I mean, at the time, I'd be excited about it, but looking back on it, I feel like it would be a disappointment in a failed season. When we look back at, I know it was a, it was a while ago, but when the Packers went back to the Super Bowl and lost you know, to the Broncos, what do you think of that season?
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, Brett, I mean Brett Favre, massively a failed season. Height of Brett
1: were... Favre, you made it to the championship game, but you lost. Yeah. As you're putting up as you're putting up a great record. You but know? they had
0: won the Super Bowl the previous year. Would you have said if they had lost to the Patriots, would that season have been a failed season?
1: I mean, that's a good point too. I mean it's a massive uh, I think at the time at the time you'd say no, but looking back on it, you'd be like, Well, you know because hindsight's always twenty twenty. You'd look back on it and be like, what if they would have done this, done that? It was a failed season. How can you have that much talent, make it to the championship game and then, then fall?
0: What if Nelson had been born six four instead of five four?
1: then i got to question those genes.
0: I mean, but you, you know what it is? <laughs> we still love him. He's, yeah. he's had a lot of success. No, I at, feel you. You I mean everything happens well, for a reason?
1: I'm just saying when you got the best team there, I, I mean, I, yes, getting, getting, just getting there is an accomplishment all of itself. It'll be something you'd be excited about. But looking back on it, you'd say, man, you're the best player in the game, Giannis, and you're the best team in the league, and you still couldn't win. What did you think when the Warriors lost uh, to the Cavaliers? I know they won the year before, but what did you think when the Warriors lost to the Cavaliers? Yeah, they I put mean, up the best record ever. Yeah. LeBron James is the man. And people look back on that season and they think, what a disappointment. How did you lose the finals when you put yeah, up the you, best
2: record ever? You don't even really remember that they were the best team in the regular season or ever. Yeah. You just remember that LeBron James, a one-man Cavalier team, beat them.
1: And if you're a Warriors fan, once not you be like, we blew it, what a disappointment? Yeah. And who cares if you won the all the most games in the league ever? You still lost the championship. You'd be like, "Damn, dude. Disappointment."
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's a good question. 608 321 1670. What say you, Buck fans? I mean, you you bring up the Packers and you're right. The difference is the Packers have Super Bowls two in the last 20 years. Yeah, uh, what the if Bucks you were the Bucks have Bills? one title in the that was in 1970.
2: Go ahead. I'd say, "What if you were the Bills?" You said, you know, how disappointed were you when the Packers lost that second Super Bowl in a row, and you came back with, "Yeah, but they won one." What if you made it to four and like lost, the Bills every, and lost right. every single one?
1: That's that's got to be the worst heartbreak in all of sports.
0: I always, four straight times, four
2: straight Super yeah. Bowls. How hard is that? It's.
0: That's Astronomical. It's almost, yeah, I mean, the i mean the odds almost just defy the fact you
2: know. the fact you could make four Super Bowls in a row is tough. And the fact that you lost every single one, I feel
1: like we'd I feel like us three could put together a rocket to make it to the moon. It had better odds to make it to the moon than the Bills doing that again. Mm. I
2: don't They're know. Like, that's a lot of high level math. Dude, four.
1: Yeah, but we could do it. Four Super Bowls in a row. Nothing.
0: That's insane. Well there was that movie uh I think it was Billy Bob Thornton right wasn't he the farmer who yeah. built the it yeah. rocket the what was that thing called right? uh, rocket no rocket man was elton john that's elton john he built his own uh he built his own rock he built his own s- space shuttle basically Yeah what was that movie called his own rocket Billy So if Billy Bob Thornton could do it then you know why why couldn't we do it e- So Exactly Uh, Maybe we should start that. What would be... The Astronaut Farmer. The great movie. I mean,
1: if Sling Blade can make a rocket to send to the moon, we can do it.
0: Yeah. You guys want to start on that, see what happens first? You know, a championship or uh, the three of us build a rocket?
1: No, I'm just saying you, you have to make four Super Bowls and then lose them all. What are the odds on that? That's insane.
0: We can make a rocket. Nelson, do you think we could build a rocket?
2: I believe we could build a rocket. I don't know if we could actually get it to the moon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can find anything on the internet, Nelly. Come on. That's true. All right, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk more about it. it, it, it NBA Finals, Bucks lakers Game 7. But the Bucs lose at the end. You still calling that a failed season? <laughs> Interesting tweet came in at the uh, end of the first hour on this topic. We put this Twitter poll out start the show. Because this is now the national narrative. I was listening to CBS National last night after the Power Hour. What a show, by the way. The Joe Debo Power Hour from 5 to 6. That's some good stuff Man, right there. Man, if you're not listening to that, you're missing out. But after that, what's, Agreed. What, there's a yelling guy, a guy, the national Zach
1: Gelb, he's new. Yeah,
0: I like Bill Ryder, the old He's okay, but he's a yeller. He's hey, always he'll yelling. Gr-
1: he'll grow on you. He's
0: He's, ye- he's always yelling. And last night, he was screaming about the Bucks. I mean, I give him credit. The Bucks are getting him as a nationally syndicated show at night. Give him credit. He opened up the show talking about the Bucs, but he's yelling, screaming at me uh, that well, if, geez. The, if the not me specifically, but me as a listener, yeah. screaming that if the Bucks don't win an NBA title this year, it's a failed season. And I'm thinking about it, driving through this beautiful city of Madison, Wisconsin, saying, "Yep, is that really the case for a team that has only won one NBA title? And it was before I even was alive on this planet, and a good number of the population, because it happened 50 years ago." Uh, you know, they've only made the Eastern Conference Finals twice in the last 40 years. Uh, They've only made the playoffs a handful of times in the last 20 years. Uh, Granted, they're coming off an incredible season last year, and this year's been an incredible start, but it's not like we're talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers who made eight straight. It's not like we're talking about, you know, Badger basketball who made 21 straight NCAA tournaments or Badger football who made 20 straight bowl games. We're talking about a team that's had... Very limited, like the Brewers, very limited success over its franchise's history. Can I really say it's a failure at this point with what they've accomplished?
1: So the majority of me really is under the strong belief it'll be a failed season if they don't win it when you're the best team of all time. One of the best teams of all time. On pace to win 70-plus games. It's, well, 70 now with the loss last night. But on pace to one of the best teams ever, ever in the history of the NBA with the best player in the league by a wide margin. I feel like it'd be a disappointment, disappointment if you don't win the NBA championship. But as a Wisconsin sports fan, there's always this little part in the back of my mind that thinks of the nut kick continual Miller. Well, and then there's that where which
0: just your baby. Like
1: look at the Packers when you had Aaron Rodgers. How many years did we say the Packers are Super Bowl bound? Yep, yeah. be straight. A, and it'll be a disappointment if they don't win.
0: From 2011, when they won the first one, to 2018, the final year, or 19 of Rogers and McCarthy, eight I mean, straight years, we said. How
1: many NFC Championship games were in there? Or moments where you literally got kicked right in the gonads? Mm. And you had, and it was a dis- disappointing season. Fifteen, remember, fifteen and one. Yeah, you didn't. The Giants beat you. The Giants beat the Packers. Nine that was seven
0: Giants in Lambeau Field. Disappointment, Ooh. running Off-scene. high.
1: So a lot of me feels like, hey, the Bucks, best team, best player. Got to be winning, uh, you know, on pace one of the best seasons ever. But then that little part of me thinks of, well, I thought that about the Packers for a long time. And I got, mm. All right, so that's the I first part. it to me.
0: So that's the first part of this question is just the, the notion of, look, if you're the best team, the best player, if you don't win, it's a failure. It's any team. Badger basketball, Badger football, Packers, Brewers, if, you, if, if any team. If the Brewers two years ago finished with the best regular season record, which they did. It was a disappointment not to make it the World Series. Yep. Uh, if Badger football two years ago went 12-0, and which they did, it was a failure not to make the college football playoff. So on and so forth. So that's part A. Part B, which kind of sucks that you have to do it, but this is the world we live in now of free agency and big-name players leaving, would be the Giannis equation. And he has a big decision to make this offseason, stay in Milwaukee or leave. And would winning a championship motivate him to stay or leave or would coming up just short motivate him to stay or leave like Kawhi Leonard a little different. He was only, he was a rent a player for a year, but I don't think too many people in Toronto were mad about Kawhi leaving because he gave him a championship. He balled out in the playoffs, gave him a title and then pieced out. Mm-hmm. Um, had the Bucks beat the Raptors in the Eastern conference finals and Kawhi pieced out. I don't think he'd be well as well received uh, in Toronto or, if Kawhi had lost to the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals, would he have said, "I'm not leaving like that. I'm going to come back to Toronto next year"? So does 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 a championship this year fo- fo- focus in or play into Giannis's decision? And in what regard do you think it is more likely he stays or goes if they win, or more likely if he stays or goes if they come up just short like they did last year?
1: So when I think of Giannis, I think of a guy that's like beyond loyal to the city of Milwaukee and the Milwaukee Bucks organization, and he'd stay no matter what. Even if they did lose the championship, Giannis would be there. He's never done anything to prove otherwise, you know, and he says all he talks about is how much he loves Milwaukee and how he wants to bring a championship. And I know it's a small market. You know, it's the smallest market in the NBA, and you have all the allure and everyone nationally saying he should, he should go, yada, yada, yada. He can't be a big brand in Milwaukee, but I don't – I don't agree with that one bit. And Giannis is Giannis personally has turned down Space Jam too. He's turned down all kinds of Fun's stuff.
0: Tons of being a pitch man for a lot of products, and he just said he didn't want to go Hollywood. He said he's not a Hollywood yeah. guy.
1: And Giannis, what have we known about Giannis entire career of how like insanely loyal he is? Remember when Jason Kidd got fired? Giannis was on the phone immediately, trying like to call organization to to, yeah. to have keep Jason Kidd and telling Jason Kidd that like that he'd help fight for his job back. And then when, you know, Malcolm Brogdon left, what we still heard Giannis talking about how he wished Brogdon was on the team just a couple months ago during the season and, and yada, yada, yada. So Giannis remains, like, fiercely loyal. And he even tweeted it out, there's loyalty in my DNA. I don't, I don't think I see Giannis leaving. But then in the NBA, there's always that little part of you on your shoulder that's saying, you better, you better not get your hopes up. Yeah, yeah did
2: Cleveland c- ever think LeBron was leaving? Yeah. No. Yeah. Know.
0: Did you ever think Tom Brady would be flirting with another team? I mean, yeah, I, I I don't think Giannis is leaving either, but to not at least consider that that's on the table, you're setting yourself up for failure as a fan. So well, let me so I'll ask you, Nelson, what what motivates Giannis more to stay in Milwaukee? Winning an NBA title or coming up just short?
2: I think winning one. Because if you don't win one, you have that doubt in the back of your mind where can I go somewhere else? And win a championship. Is there a better fit for me to win a championship on another team that's not the Milwaukee Bucks? But I think this uh, this is a lot different situation than Kawhi. Because, like you said, Kawhi was a rent-a-player.
1: Yeah. Kawhi said he didn't even want to be in Canada. Yeah,
2: I mean, Toronto acquired him chasing a ring. They got their ring. Fans should be happy. He left. Giannis was a guy that the Bucks drafted. He's been with the team since day one. He's been there now, what, seven, eight years? Yeah. He's a he's the mainstay on the Bucks. He's the only guy most people, most casual NBA fans, know on the Bucs.
1: In that loyalty thing, what I brought up, the Bucs took a chance on a kid from like a dilapidated jib in Greece, you know.
2: And you said it this morning. If you take Giannis off this team, they're not flashy. They have a lot of no-name players.
1: Yeah, Giannis has Giannis the Giannis is Milwaukee. Yeah,
2: he's he is it. People would be crushed. It would be just like LeBron James leaving.
0: Uh, What say you, Bucks fans? 608-321-1670. So it's now become a two-part question. Uh, Part A, will it be a failure uh, this season if the Bucks don't win an NBA title? And then the follow-up to that will be, what do you think gives us a better chance of retaining Giannis? Them winning this year where he says, see, now I know I can do it here. I'm going to stay and build a dynasty. Or them coming up just short and Giannis being still very young, 24, 25, uh, saying I, I'm going to bring a championship. I think I can win here. So, you know, yes, it's different than. But if you look at Kawhi, not, how about not Kawhi Toronto? What about Kawhi San Antonio, where they did win a title, multiple titles? He had the pedigree. It's a small market, just like Milwaukee. And man, they were been, a boring
1: team too. What? Why why, but they did, got it why, done.
0: why did he leave San Antonio? Why did he end up in Toronto in the first place? You would think. He'd be the just like Giannis, the biggest fish in a small pond. Uh you've got a good coach, you've got a recipe for winning, and he he wanted out of there. Now I'm not I'm not comparing the personality of Kawhi Leonard to Giannis, but the situation's almost identical. Well, the, the Why did Kawhi Leonard want to get out of San Antonio? That I may mean, that would be a dream scenario for a star player.
1: True, but the the relationship, if I remember correctly, the relationship between Kawhi Leonard and the Spurs and the upper brass all all like fell apart. It went it, sour. It did. So it soured, and Kawhi wanted out of there. I I remember there was a game there chanting "traitor." I think at Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> like, and then remember when Kawhi Leonard sat out an entire year with some phantom injury, and his hit, like no one could find him. He wouldn't say a word before Correct. he went to the Raptors. Like, and I
0: don't think Giannis would ever do no, that. no.
1: Giannis wouldn't do that. In fact, I just there's an article yesterday about Giannis celebrating fatherhood and some of the players. You know, like Chris Middleton, and Eric Bledsoe helping him out without to be a father. Giannis has a quote in the article where he essentially says, there's a lot of things that I've turned down. I've turned down movies, commercials, endorsement deals this year because I really don't care. I just want to win. I want to help my teammates win. I want to help the city bring a championship to the city. Like it yeah, was yesterday.
0: I just can't see him leaving. I'm with you, and he's given zero indication, well, but that's almost like, what scares me about like it. Everything that just, he's indicated was that he's staying. Well, right. It just seems so obvious Sometimes when something is too uh it's too good to be true. It almost seems like this is too good to be true with Giannis.
2: Well, we know that Kawhi Leonard's kind of an antisocial He's a weird guy monotone guy. But weren't there reports that he just wanted to go back home and be with friends? And that was LA?
0: Yeah. And I mean, two did he, years where did ago, he wind up? Yeah, LA. Yeah. Two years ago he was begging to be on the Lakers and they wouldn't do the trade because the Spurs and the Lake I mean, the Spurs were still good and the Lakers were good. So they weren't going to give him to a rival. So it's like the Brett Favre thing. He had to go to the Jets to get to Minnesota. That's where he wanted to be. Um, so maybe Kawhi, yeah, used Toronto for a year to get there. And he just happened to win a championship. And he was just, yeah, he balled out. But don't you, I mean, doesn't it feel like it's too good to be true with Giannis? Like there's no, the loyalty, the everything, brothers here. It just... It seems too obvious that he's going to stay. True,
1: but isn't that the story of Giannis and Nakumbo? Everything is like too good to be true, like it's a dream. So why can't we live in the dream with Giannis? Like, well, but the, you know, he he gets drafted. He's in. No one knows who this kid is. There's like YouTube videos, grainy YouTube videos of this guy in this like YMC Men's Rec League where they're smoking cigarettes at halftime and stuff. And Giannis is balling out. It's not that. wasn't that bad. But Giannis is balling out in some dilapidated gym, and the Bucks take a chance on some. Some kid that no one had ever heard of. Remember when he was drafted? and was like, "Who in the hell is this guy? And yeah. why are the Bucks taking him?"
0: I just roll. It was like, like that. You know, there's a dream eye- come true right there. Yeah, that it was an eye roll draft pick. Like, what the hell are the Bucks doing? So
1: there's a dream story from a kid coming from nothing, from Greece, to make it an the NBA. Like, and, you know, maybe we're part of the dream where Giannis said, like, they took a chance at me, so I'm gonna stick with them. He seems he's a loyal guy, and maybe yeah. I'm just talking myself into it. <laughs>
0: Will this be a failed season if the Bucks don't win an NBA championship? Yes or no? Uh, you'll be happy to know, Ebo, Early results uh, have shifted. Right now, 69% nice. of the vote says yes. It will be a failed season if the Bucks don't win an NBA title. 31% of you saying no.
1: Yeah. Bucks hit the all-star break 46 and eight, the best record in the NBA and has them six and a half games up on Toronto for the one seed. How about Toronto though? What a season they're having too. Wow. It's impressive.
0: I mean, are you basing because you voted yes, right? It will be a failed season. Are you basing this on what the biggest reason would be that we have the reigning MVP uh, or the fact that they have the best record right now?
1: I mean, it goes hand in hand. If you don't have the reigning MVP, you don't have the best record. It's, you know, not only this best record and the MVP, this is the best team collectively putting up the net rating. You know They're judged in all categories in the net rating. Their net rating is the best historically of all time. It's it's incredible what the Bucks are doing, and it's just like a workman-like. It's not flashy. They're just getting it done, and I don't think people nationally can handle that. So, yeah, best team, best player in the league, and, The expectations, because I just go back to that Warriors season when the Warriors put up the best record in the NBA. What do you remember that season? That they lost. Like you don't remember. You don't. You know what I'm saying? Like they lost to the Cavaliers, but just because they had the best regular season doesn't mean anything.
0: I guess I said I'm. What I'm getting at is, and I don't think this will be the case, but what if they don't keep this just insane pace up and they still have a good record? but they don't have, you know, this old, what, what if they lose 10 games in the second half of the season and they end up, you know, 66-16, and 16, which is still an incredible record, but it's not on, like, this historic pace they're on. And they just end up being the number one team in the in the East, uh, and they come up short.
1: I mean, it'll I mean, still it, be disappointing, you know. Well, that's what
0: I'm saying. Will it be this level of disappointment that you're saying now if they end up having just an okay second half of the season, still have the one seed, but... They're a close one seed, or they don't. The Lakers or Clippers end up passing them for the best record in the NBA. Does it? Is it still as big of a failure if they lose?
1: No, well, yeah, it'll be the same on um, the same scale for me, just because they're not going to put up the best record in the NBA. That's not going to happen. They're, they're still going to be one of the best teams historically. Like the Bucs aren't just going to take their foot off the gas. They didn't do that last year when they won sixty games. They kept going, and I think that's what the Bucks are going to do. They're a team that just. Plus, why would you want them to? Let up. That's no, like, no. I'm
0: not saying. I, I'm saying if just if they, they.
1: No, I mean like they're going to keep the same pace that they're they're doing right now. I don't. If you're the best team in the NBA, you're going to continue to show you're the best team in the NBA. I don't. I don't see them being. They're not going to well, get the best record no, in the league. What
0: if Giannis gets hurt and misses a month, or what if they just? I mean, teams go through slumps. Well, what if they, in the month of March they are 500 and they don't go in like to the playoffs as red hot as we think? Is it still going to be in your mind the same level of a failure if they don't win at all. Or do you say, well maybe maybe we maybe they weren't as great as we thought they were to start the season, or maybe reality set in and we knew they weren't going to keep this pace. Oh, it'll
1: be a disappointment. You have it'll be the same. It'll be a failure. Just because you have the it's the best team. The regular season we talk about this like the NBA and L Rowdy falls into this. Doesn't start till when the playoffs start Rowdy
2: first round? Pretty much May for me. <laughs> so well, I think a
0: lot of people th- I mean the yeah. regular season's boring ratings reflected down
2: 27 percent or something close to that it's a
1: disappointment i mean how often do you think about aaron Rodgers and how the disappointment was that they only won the one super bowl it's, that's like, that's all you daily. think about yeah but
0: i don't think we're there with the i mean I, I don't think we're at that level with the bucks i mean we could be maybe we are I mean, getting eastern conference
1: point. finals last year if one shot bounces a different way for chris middleton in that overtime game the bucks are we're talking about a different story
0: uh, all right, six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy Bucks fans. What say you? And then again, the other part of this, which I didn't even factor in before, but I think it, it definitely plays into it, is does a championship run coming up short versus winning affect? Well, let me just ask you guys this: Does it affect it either way? Do you think Giannis's decision to stay or leave at all is affected by the next two months?
2: No, I think it's the next. Has he
0: already made his mind up. I don't or, know if
2: he's 100% made his mind up that he's staying or going. Obviously, if you look at what he said and everything, it's 100% he's staying. I just think it would do wonders for the city of Milwaukee and that Bucks franchise if they somehow found a way to win a NBA championship either this year or next year when he's still under contract because if they did that, then he knew, he he would know that he can win a, a title here in Milwaukee. He's comfortable here. Why not make it a dynasty? If you don't win, there's always going to be that little bit of doubt that you could win it somewhere else.
1: Spin Zone, he wins one and says, "Well, I got one for the city of Milwaukee. Now it's time to go somewhere else. Pull I, a Kawhi." I,
0: that's that's. that's th- what I, mean, I don't gonna, see
2: that with him I, as much.
1: I, I, n- Neither do I. But well, okay, it's not out of as Joe would say the realm of I possibility. Th- well,
0: okay, but hang on. Who's what we were talking about? Kawhi. The, the more comparable is is LeBron, right? Because Kawhi was only there a year. What happened the first time LeBron left Cleveland? Jerseys were burned. The owner pens a letter, calls, him a, scu- is, calls yeah. him a scumbag, yeah. saying he'll Tough never luck. be welcome back. He comes back the second time, which is still, I can't believe he ever came back to that. But he does come back. He gives Cleveland a title, right? Yep. Was anybody mad after LeBron left for LA last year in Cleveland? Was there any burning of jerseys? The only people
1: that were mad were the Lakers fans for getting LeBron. Remember that, how pissed off Lakers fans were that he was living in Kobe's shadow? Well, right. That's just because of that. But in the Cleveland, everyone's like, right. thank you. Thanks right. for the title. Have so, fun in L.A. First
0: time LeBron the leaves with no titles, the decision, kind of this contrived, made-for-TV event, jerseys burned, owner basically calls him every name in the book. Second time, he leaves right after giving them a title. It's a love fest. Thank you, LeBron. So to, to, the reason I bring that up is... If Giannis does win this year, would that maybe he would say, Well, I gave the city of Milwaukee a title. No one's gonna be mad at me now. Yeah. I can scoot out in the middle of the night, you know, like it's when you come and you know, like your your girlfriend that you're living with, you know, comes on like Friday at four and you come home from work and the, the apartment's empty. And, you know, and like Giannis <laughs> backs up in the middle of the night and says, I Well, I just Giannis doing I, that. I just gave everyone well no, he, why wouldn't wouldn't that be if he I if, feel like
1: if he if I feel like if he gave a title to Milwaukee and decided to leave, he wouldn't have to do it in the middle of the night, everyone would be like I think it would be mixed emotions, but it would be a thank you.
2: Where do you think he would go, though?
1: Because he's
0: not think, an LA I don't think he goes guy. anywhere. I don't think he is leaving. I'm just, lo- I'm just playing I, the you game. You have to consider him leaving.
2: Well, 100%. I just I can't see him going to a major market team. It sounds like, by all accounts, he doesn't yeah, want to yeah, be you know, in a place it. like that.
0: It'd be like a Utah. Oh, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I, I think sure Gold, Golden State would fit that. I don't know how they would make it work with the money. They might have to trade Clay Thompson or something, but I – Golden State would be the one that would scare me a little bit, just because hey, I, I can see Curry him. was recruiting him. Yeah, I could I could see him thinking that Steph
2: Curry's been a thorn in was the state of Wisconsin side for too long. <laughs> yeah, I know, long time.
0: But Steph I, I Curry. no, I don't think he is leaving. But that's I don't think I mean, he is either. But I mean, you got to dis- you got to talk about it. You got to discuss it. If if he is leaving, does it does it affect it? Does the what happens between now and June? affect his decision, or do you think his mind is already made up? Do like, you think his mind is already made up, Eva, or do you think the next three months affects Giannis' decision?
1: I feel like his mind's already made up. I have a 99.9% gut feeling that Giannis is staying around, but remember, not to bring up bad memories, the Packers had a 99.8% Ooh, chance man, why are you going there? of beating the Seahawks in the NFC Championship game. Just, so you, you, you can't be 100% because...
2: There's that little bit that can hurt you. I never thought I'd see Brett Favre wearing another uniform. And
1: yeah, you know, there's that.
0: And it, I, I,
2: I still don't think I'll ever see Aaron Rodgers wear another uniform. But
0: well, it's like I still don't think Brady's leaving. But I, I never thought there'd be this. I, I never thought Tom Brady would be a free agent at forty three <laughs> yeah. years old. And actively courting teams, other teams. I mean, the, the, Tom Brady, whether you love him or not, is it has to go down as the greatest player of okay, all time. Okay, but did you he's ever... Won nine, he's won six championships. Did you
1: ever think that a football player would be wearing Uggs and eating avocado ice cream? Mm.
0: I mean, I have a... Well, somebody stole my Uggs. Yeah, but, but had, if you think of NFL... A pair of Uggs.
1: An NFL football player eating avocado ice cream and modeling Uggs, do you think you'd ever see that then? Did you
0: ever think the star quarterback for a, 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 a team called the Green Bay Packers would not eat cheese?
2: Or not be able to chug a beer.
0: Or not chug a beer.
2: Those are all valid points.
0: So, this is the, it's a new world, Ebo. It is a brave new world, It is a brave new world. All star weekend starts tomorrow night. Uh, I don't know. You have what the the futures game or the, all of the rookies versus the second year guys and uh, the, what the celebrity game. Uh, the Saturday, three point contest. And what's important for us, the slam dunk contest because Pat. Connaughton is participating in the slam gun dunk contest and he needs your help. He needs all of our help. He does. And that's where we're here Desperately. For. Yeah. I mean, he, he's on social media. Basically, he's trying to get Christian Yellich to come like lava p- pass. Like he's going to hit it with a bat and then he's going to dunk it. And
1: well, we don't know what he's going to do, but I hope that would happen.
0: Right. But bottom line is Connaughton and I would think Yellich probably, although I don't know, maybe he doesn't have to get to Maryville till next week. Maybe he could pull it up, but Here's the thing. He he needs help. So we're, we have creative listeners. We have the smartest listeners, right? Obviously. What would be, like, the dunk that's never been done, never been tried, the move, whether it's a prop, whether it's a, a, an activity, whether it's a, a skit, whether he brings in somebody else. Like, what would be the best dunk that would ensure Pat Connaughton a title in Saturday Night Slam Dunk Contest? He's very active on Twitter, so I guarantee... If we come up with something, we can tweet it to him. And who knows? Maybe we're watching the slam dunk contest Saturday night, and he gives a shout-out to the Joe and Ivo show and said, look, somebody tweeted this at me, and this is why I did it. So I think we need to rally around Pat Connaughton today here on the show. What would be your suggested dunk or act or apparatus or prop, whatever, to get Pat Connaughton to win the dunk contest and maybe get you know, the Joe and Ibo show wrapped in the dunk contest Saturday night. Joe,
2: that Christian Yelich timeline does check out because the oh. All-Star game, well, the slam dunk contest is on, what is it, Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Christian Yelich doesn't have to report till Monday. To oh, Arizona. my
1: God. Yeah, you'll see Yelly. This is what I was hypothesizing yesterday. Pat Connaughton was a very good baseball player. He was a very good pitcher in college. Okay. Now, you might risk a little injury with Yelly, but I think it could be worth it. Pat Connaughton.
0: Pat Connaughton. Say it the right way.
1: Pat Connaughton. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> Pat Connaughton pitches. Pat Connaughton. Pat Connaughton. He pitches a basketball to Christian Yelich. Yelly hits it with some kind of.
0: That's what Connaughton wants to do. Well, that's. I mean, is it? I
1: tweeted that's that out. That's what he tweeted. I, I, I tweeted that out the other day, too, or yesterday. Maybe he
0: got it from you, then. That's what Connaughton said. I mean, you go to Ebo Says. I tweeted out yesterday, like around well, 11 o'clock. Apparently Connaughton's listening. So Yelly,
1: Yelly's there standing in midcourt. Pat Connaughton, he pitches the basketball, yeah, he hits it. Then Pat Connaughton runs right. down, he runs down the court, balls midair, he, he leaps up. He's got a 44-inch vertical, it's beautiful, it's the best leaping around. Out of the all the best people, he's the best leaper around. He's leaps the in highest the vertical like ever. 44 inches, he's out of the gym, grabs the ball, windmill, dunk 360, done, wins it. Yelly and him embrace midcourt, hoist the trophy up.
2: And if there's anyone that could do that, it could be Pat Connaughton and Christian Yelich. because people don't know, Pat Connaughton was a really good baseball player. He was drafted. He was a pitcher at Notre Dame. He was really good. Preach preach it now. Uh, 608-321-1670.
0: Makes too much sense. uh, Pat Connaughton asking for the public's help. I'm sorry. Pat Connaughton asking for the public's help. Uh, for a dunk, an idea, a, a prop, a move, uh, whatever, an act. Uh, I've got a couple, but I want to hear from the listeners. 608-321-1670. Let's go to the phones. Mitch and Madison, welcome to the Joe Ebo Show.
3: Hey, fellas, I like that uh, Yelly uh, idea, but I think uh, it would be even better if they did a uh, uh, Pat Canneton, uh pol- posterizing Giannis, like setting it up where Giannis tries to block it, gets polarized with Chris Middleton taking the picture while it's happening.
1: Oh. Oh. Okay. Mitch, you're onto something here. I like that.
3: Hey, and then in terms of that, uh, real quick, in terms of that guy that won the two scratch-offs, that makes me think of, uh, there's a documentary right now on hbo called mcmillions about the mcdonald's oh the scandal. scam the scam the oh, I've heard oh, it. Dude, i heard it's amazing you know, we had that story it, on
1: news of the weird it's
0: wild
3: it's so good, but I right away when you guys said that story, I'm like, I wonder if this guy's scamming a little bit. I mean, so mean, yeah, I, I also thought it, that Mitch, too. Mitch, <laughs> are you,
0: do you are you the guy that buys the scratch ups? Are you the guy like me that gets constantly stuck behind the old lady buying 50 scratch ups with her social security check that you're trying to get in and out in 30 seconds and you end up spending 10 minutes in line at the gas station?
3: No, I, the only time I ever get scratch offs is when my annoying uncle buys me ten dollars worth for Christmas every year. When I'd rather <laughs> just take the ten bucks, I always get stuck behind the people. But I don't know. I, I, I go to Quick Trips and they're usually pretty
0: good. So yeah, Quick um, you know, Trip will never. Quick Trip will
1: never treat you wrong. <laughs> right,
0: right. Thank, thank you, thank Thanks, you, Mitch. Uh, Mitch. Um, I like that. I mean, because what do we think of the greatest dunks of all time? Right is like Jordan posterizing centers or the Vince Car. Who is the, the the greatest one ever? Who did Vince Carter posterize? Oh, is it Nowitzki? It's a big goofy Vince, white guy. That- no,
1: it was during the Olympics. I think you're thinking of Vince Carter literally leap over Bradley. a man. Sean Bradley. Well, Sean Bradley. was is
0: seven feet six and Vince Carter posterized him.
1: My favorite Vince Carter one was when he had his elbow, his hand in the rim, hanging by his elbow. How sick was Vince Carter at the dunk contest? Here's an idea. OB with maybe oh God. this is a doozy. Could be the best one of the day. Pat Connaughton jumps I say it
0: right. Sorry.
1: Pat Connaughton. He jumps over a Euro stand where Giannis is serving up free Euros to the entire crowd. <laughs> and everyone's
0: loving oh it. Oh my I mean free who food. Oh, I gotta stop at Athene Athens on the way out to, oh my to God, Sun Prairie it's so today. Good. Now you got me thinking. <laughs> Pretty good, OB. Giannis Pretty good. Is serving up free food. Uh, Zach, welcome to the Joan Ebo Show.
3: All right, so what's more Milwaukee than Christian Yelich on a Harley holding a baseball bat? And You know how the baseball bats uh, have that little notch taken out at the end of the barrel, right? Yep. Balancing the ball in that notch and Pat Connaughton <laughs> leaping over both the Harley and Christian Yelich to grab the basketball and slam it down.
1: Dude, I imagine an eagle flying in the background too.
3: <laughs> right? So that's that's my way. Now, uh, you guys were talking about uh the 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 Bucks with the longevity that they, they potentially have. Yeah, does
0: Giannis be, is, it, is is Giannis replace the LeBron of the East where for the next decade it's just gonna be Giannis versus whichever West super team emerges? Zach?
2: Zach? I think uh-huh. we lost him. His yeah, transmission was silent. I guess,
0: man, somebody in the West didn't want you to to speak, Zach. Yeah, yeah that was the question. Silence by the West. Uh, assuming Giannis stays, do you believe, because it was eight straight, four with the Heat, four with the Cavs, do you think that Giannis becomes the new LeBron of the East where it's just going to be what Laker, Clipper, Rocket, super team can be thrown against Giannis for the next decade? Or do you say, I mean, Toronto got him last year. People, I know they they haven't performed, but everybody still thinks, And the talent's there. I mean, Philadelphia's got the best roster. Boston's still got a great roster that, you know, uh, it's not a foregone conclusion uh, that the Bucs will make the Eastern okay. Conference Finals.
1: Right, this is how good the Bucks are. Imagine you're a team that wins 15 in a row, right? You've won 15 in a row. Yeah. And you're still six and a half games behind the number one team. <laughs>
0: Pretty amazing, isn't it? I mean,
1: the Bucks. Are head and shoulders clear-cut better than anyone else in the
0: East? Uh, yeah. No, I'm I, i I'm, I'm with you. Uh, 608-321-1670. And also our guy, Pat Connickton, asking for the public's help on a dunk. Uh, our buddy, Kevin Uno Moss. Pat shoots a corner three, makes it, and off the bounce of the made shot, goes under the hoop and through the legs, reverse dunk. Boy, that's a lot of moving parts. Who's going to make a three. So I'm guessing while the ball is in air, he, he starts, starts hustling. He starts running, catches it on one bounce, goes through the legs, windmill. Okay, I could see that. That that'd be pretty bad. I don't know. Has that ever been done, Nelson? See if you can find. Has anybody ever shot like a made basket? I know guys I know, like I've never lob seen a made one. The, like people will throw it up and lob it to themselves and get the running start for like the tomahawk dunk. Has anyone ever done a dunk after a made I don't, shot? I don't recall. How about
2: like a seven twenty?
1: Oh, dude. That's that's some spinning.
2: Maybe he'd be dizzy, but I've never seen it.
1: We still got to incorporate Yelly, though. I mean, he tweeted out at Christian Yelich that hey, I got an idea. So but Yelich good.
0: has not re- responded, so we don't know that True. he's going to be there or not.
1: But I I feel like it's going to. Ha- Why would he tweet it out? And the True. timeline, Nelly, it adds up like the you said.
2: timeline would make sense.
0: Okay, I think Christian Yelich.
2: Yelich. We need to get all the MVPs in there. He needs to surround himself with MVPs. So him and Yelich need to come up with the little, you know, pitching, hitting, him dunking over Giannis while, while in behind that basket, Aaron Rodgers sips a scotch.
0: Oh, oh and, and that's well, the, no, here's that's my the idea. picture. And what about Ryan Braun eating a bag of gummy bears then?
2: He better report to spring training and get think, some extra cuts.
1: I don't think him and Rodgers like, want to be together I'm oh
0: it's you're not, they're doing not it for bad, God, you're then. they're not doing it for, put their petty right. differences aside i got it
2: you and, know that would be just as iconic as the michael jordan taking off from the free throw line that picture yeah. with all of them the in
0: dunk it. The, the 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 dunk of mvps
2: all right nelly i mean you
0: alluded to the
1: same situation that i'm going to talk the about the flight
0: of the mvps go ahead
1: but instead of roger sipping uh, scotch excuse me it's christian yelich and what is more wisconsin than this And a big FU to that poll we were talking about yesterday where Wisconsin was no longer the drunkest state. We were sixth drunkest state. This is a big FU to them as well. Christian Yelich is doing a keg stand. Instead of chugging beer, he's doing a keg stand. Pat Connaughton leaps over him. Who is it? I'm sorry. Pat Connaughton leaps over him while he's doing a keg stand. Chugging beer, obviously. Keg stand. Pretty good. Windmill, 360, dunk, through the legs, game over. So Pier, you're on to something. You're and then in, free beer bongs shoot out everywhere forever in the crowd.
0: Um, you're very close because you know what I was going to suggest? What became famous and a natural, uh, a national phenomenon during the NBA playoffs last year? The chugging of beer, right? Yeah. It started yeah. with David Bakhtiari, and then it went viral. Our man A-Raj tried and failed. Yelich was great <laughs> at it. Uh, Bakhtiari. <laughs> and then it became like it was the beer chugging challenge, right? It became a viral thing. So why not pay homage? He is, at the end of the day, Pat Connaughton, a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. So you have somebody there with like a like a waiter standing in the lane with like a tray with a beer on it, and Pat Connaughton takes off, grabs the beer, and in mid-flight chugs, chugs the, the beer. beer and then dunks to pay Sick. homage to the beer chugging, which started during the Bucks playoff run last year. Sick. That has got to be the winner. He chugs a beer in mid-flight while dunking. Tell me that doesn't win.
1: Man, I'm like inspired just thinking about Tell
0: it. Tell me that doesn't put Spud Webb and Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins and Vince Carter and D. Brown pumping up the Reebok pump-up shoes back in the day, yep. which are all iconic slam dunk moments. You don't think that the highlights for the end of time would be Pat Connaughton with a Miller Lite in one hand? And a, and a Wilson basketball on the other hand that he's throwing down. There might be one issue with this, though.
2: Yeah, that I don't have if, a poster of it hanging in my room. <laughs> if he can't do it on the first attempt and they give him what? Was it the last time I watched it was like they get, get a minute th- to you dunk a, it? Yeah. You get like a How around. many is he going to shotgun to finally put one down? I mean, it just, might get harder each time he does would be too
1: inebriated to
0: do it by the end of it? They're just, they're just beer.
2: Christian
1: Yelich takes a cup of beer, pours it, hits it with a baseball bat, it soars to Pat Connaughton, who is then grabbing it midair, chugging it, yeah. and dunking. Or like, because yeah, you got to incorporate like, Yelly. Yeah, Yelly. He pours like, it, throw, hits it with a bat. Right,
0: or there's some kind of, like, viscous, like it yeah. bounces up. It won't up spill, because Yellich is that good. Connaughton, like, catches the – maybe it's a bottle. Like, he throws up the bottle of beer. Yeah. Connaughton grabs it <laughs> while he's in flight and then throws down the dunk. Be Drinking – Gannaton has to be chugging beer at some point in this. Mid flight. Mid flight. I agree. 608-321. Shut 1, it down. 1670. What would Pat Gannaton's winning dunk be Saturday night? <laughs> it's our Packer insider Rob Reisha. Rob, you remember the true Rob? Good old days of you and I doing Badger pregames at a at another station. Days gone by.
4: Yeah, but I I think we were just drinking hot chocolate or diet cokes back oh, in the day. Right, right. So we, right. We, yes. we we yes. were pretty tame young fellas. Yes, yeah, yes.
0: you guys
1: don't <laughs> strike me as people that would do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank, thank God, Fireball wasn't around in 1998. I wouldn't have made it. At, at least, at least that's a story I'll tell my kids someday, right, Joey? <laughs> oh yeah, a lot, lot, uh, lot of water. Doctor- and I drank yep. a lot of water together. Yep. Yep. yep, a lot of water. I had a uh, I had a good relationship with, what, with with a local doctor downtown. His name was Doctor McGillicuddy, and uh, <laughs> I would see him quite often on Badger Saturdays. You have a nice, you have a nice thirty-year run running with the doc, don't you, Joey? So that's, it's a hey, beautiful relationship still. We we always know about the Rob Reichel Badger basketball relationship, and you are a accomplished writer. So before we get to Packers, I gotta get your take on the Jim Polzine article. It's 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 the talk of this town. I'm sure you've read it or seen it. What what's your take on the the fall? And did you read the article and get get your reaction to that? No, I,
4: I did, and I, I sent Jim a note yesterday, and. It, it's one of the best pieces of journalism I've seen on Badger Sports in, in a long, long time. Um, it, it's typically a very soft media in Madison when it when it comes to that, when it comes to Badger Sports. Um, I, I thought Jim's story uh, was so in-depth, and he did so much work uh, from a reporting side. Uh, and then, obviously, Jim's a really, really accomplished and terrific writer. So you combine the fact that his reporting was off the charts good, and, and he's a hell of a writer then, um, it, it's a terrific piece. Um, I, I think it, it, like you said, Joey, it probably blows the doors off of uh, some things in Madison because you know usually it, it's just a nice fluff feature story on you know the the the, the backup tight end or, or the left tackle or or the you know Brevin Pritzels of the world. So um, it 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 was terrific, uh, a terrific story by Jim. Uh, it, it makes me feel worse and worse for Eric Heland. Everything I read more. Uh, the reporting in the Journal Sentinel was off base from the get-go, and uh, Jim was was clear to point that out, which which was good. And and then you know the the million-dollar question is where's the athletic director with uh, with all this going on? Yeah. So you know you you, you combine all that, you, you'd like to hear from you know the the highest-paid guy, uh, the guy who sits at the top of the pyramid there uh, on the hierarchical structure in Madison, and and King Barry is hiding somewhere. And, and not addressing any of this, so it's uh, it's a bad look from from the athletic department. It, it's a bad look for Barry, and and again, you know, from a journalistic side of things, as good of a piece as, as I've read on Badger Sports in years and years. And um, major, major kudos and props to Jimmy.
0: Yeah, well said. And uh, I I know you as an accomplished and area you're, and you're right. You know, we 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 think of journalism and and, and we don't use it a lot, uh, especially when it comes to our teams. And we don't use it enough. And that was. Uh, that was a really good piece. Uh, all right, so let, let, let's go some some digging the journalism aspect of this yeah, because I'm seeing a lot of a uh, r- lot of, you know, just kind of veiled tweets and headlines about Blake Martinez maybe coming back. Um boy, if you would have saw Robbie his his reaction in his locker after the loss of the 49ers, I would have basically said uh, Blake Martinez is clearly uh, knows the writings on the wall, but is there like now a movement that he actually could be back with the Packers next year?
4: Joe, I don't think any of us
0: fully know what
4: Brian Gutekunst and his his people are thinking. We'll, we'll get a better indication. We'll Gutekunst will talk to the you know talk to the media on what is it twelve days from now? I think that's February twenty fifth at at the combine. And and again, I I don't know how much he'll say, but at least the questions can get. You know, uh, kind of a, a point blank response with, with where he sits on, on Martinez. I mean, Joe, the big thing, and I, and I agree with you, I, I, I still am leaning toward the fact they're not going to pay Blake Martinez big money to bring him back. Um, you know, but, but we, we've got to let this play out, obviously. Martinez, Martinez is going to get paid by somebody, guys. I, I don't, he, he, he has—he's he, probably the most fascinating free agent they've had, guys, in quite a while. Because he's obviously a tackling machine. Um, he's smart as a whip. He runs the defense. He takes the headset week in and week out. Um, so from from that standpoint, he's—he's he's like having a coach on the field. But there's a lot of AJ Hawk in his game, guys, and and you know from all your years of watching Packer football, AJ Hawk was you know one of the more Um, I don't know, criticize guys they've had come through. Maybe not for production, but the fact they they spent the fifth pick in the draft back on AJ Hawk. Blake Martinez went probably about where he was supposed to go in round four. Um, you know, he makes a ton of tackles. They're largely downfield. He doesn't make a lot of impact plays. So someone's probably going to give him north of 10 million, I think, guys. There, There are teams out there with just a world of salary cap space. Green Bay is not one of them. Green Bay has some space, but um, at the same point in time, guys, if they, if they let him walk, is Burks ready? Probably not. Do they have other options on the roster? Probably not. So they'd probably have to go a veteran free agent and, and draft another young guy. They've got other holes, obviously, wide receiver, tight end, defensive line, things like that. I, I've been breaking that down at Forbes.com. If if people want to look at my positional stuff there, um, I mean, Green Bay, Green Bay could use 12 draft picks, guys, even off of 13 and three season, They, they really could to, to fill some of these holes and, and look ahead to the future, you know, when they have to replace guys like Brian Villaga, for example. So, um, Joey, I, just, I don't know if they can write the kind of check that Blake Martinez is going to get from somebody else. I don't know if they necessarily want to. Even if they bring him back, Joe, they, they've got to find somebody to play next to him that, that that's going to be some kind of upgrade instead of these smaller safeties where teams like the 49ers then can run for 285 yards in a playoff game. That's just, that's just not working. At some point in time, you've got to stop the run. So they've got to get bigger and, and, and beefier and in, in the middle there. And and I don't know that Martinez necessarily solved that guy. So I, I'm going to still lean toward, he won't be back, but um you know, it's it's going to be a fascinating next month as this is this all comes to comes to fruition because I think legal tampering period starts what March sixteenth. Yeah, right. That's there my favorite legal
1: tampering. Legal tampering. <laughs> Robbie, obviously, but I mean, b- losing Blake Martinez. I mean, he's a solid player, led the NFL in tackles. But if they lose, and address it in the draft, I would imagine. But the Packers have always drafted defense with the first round. Don't they need a wide receiver? Don't they need to get Aaron Rodgers some weapons? What do you think they do?
4: No, I mean you're exactly right, Evo. They they need a wide receiver. They they probably need another young tight end. Um, I think one of those two positions, guys, they will sign a veteran. They they can't come back, guys, with, with Devontae Adams as is, is really the only established proven guy and 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 then try to rely on the core of wide receivers they had last year. Let let's assume Jimmy Graham is gone and, and Mercedes Lewis even probably too. So then you'd have you know that that second class group of receivers from a year ago, plus people like Tanyan and Sternberger at tight end, league and in rush defense. Um, they gave up 200 yards a game rushing in the playoffs uh, when when really the season was on the line. They couldn't stop Seattle's you know Seattle's ground game, and Seattle was uh, you know Seattle was down to the third and fourth running back. They they pulled Marshawn Lynch right out of yep. out of a Kentucky Fried Chicken or wherever he was. So um, I mean they 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 really need to stop the run in a big way, guys. So they need a defensive lineman. They need a linebacker. Um, and, and obviously they have this, those needs on the offensive side of the ball. So, I mean, I'm sure Brian Gutekunst would love three first round picks. Like seems like the Raiders will have or something like that. He, he doesn't have it. Obviously he doesn't pick until number 30. That's a coin flip uh, when you, when you're picking that late in the draft. So, um, that that's why I'm I'm really under the belief, guys, it's going to be extremely hard for Green Bay to have the kind of success in 2020 that they had in 2019.
0: Uh, visiting with our Packer insider, RobReichelForbes.com. The other uh, interesting national storyline with the Packers this week, uh, Rob, has nothing to do with the current team but a former player. And Mark Gastineau's claim that he still should have the sack record because Brett Favre took a dive uh, for Michael Strahan on that record-setting sack. Uh, go back to when, when Favre played and, and that play. Did, did did you think Favre took a dive for, for Michael Strahan back in the day? <laughs> did, did they have an under-the-table handshake agreement that he was going to give him the record?
4: Oh, I, I think a 1,000% he took a dive there, Joey. There, there's no question. I think he and Strahan were boys. And it's funny. I talked to Favre about this guy through the years. And, you know, Favre took a lot of shots, guys. Um, you were allowed to play the game so much differently 25 years ago than you are today. But there were other times, too, where people, and Aaron Rodgers is, is is somewhat the same way, guys. Aaron Rodgers will say a lot of nice things about his opponents through the course of the week. Brett Favre did the exact same thing uh, all those years with, you know, he had his rivalries with the Saps and the Randles of the world, but Favre was always talking those guys up. They had They had a fun kind of, back-and-forth relationship on the field. There were a lot of times, guys, where defensive linemen and defensive people in general could have absolutely taken killer shots at Favre. People have had the same opportunity at times with Rodgers, and, and and I've talked to Rodgers about this too, and, and he believes sometimes guys will lay up a little bit, and Favre did the same thing just because they are boys off the field or, or, or have said a lot of nice things about each other. So it's almost strategic that the quarterbacks have, have said nice things through the course of the week about, you know, back in the day, Sapp and Lynch and, and Derek Brooks, if you were Brett Favre, and, and today of a variety of Bears or whatever, if you're, if you're Aaron Rodgers. It's, it, it's really interesting. I, I think without question, uh, he, he took a flop on that play, guys. Um, for for Strahan to, to go ahead and get that record and I I think Gastino just has to deal with it and find himself down.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, to that point, Robbie, with I mean, with, with the rules and we see it all the time. I mean, my God, you know, last season or two seasons ago with with Clay Matthews and, and the Kirk Cousin hit and the and the hit in the bear game that basically cost Packers oh, games. Um, do you think with the rules, I mean, will we ever see gaudy sack totals again? And if we do, like, does it just make the, the players now that much better and like what Zadarius Smith was able to do last year? Because We'll probably never get to see the play, you know, defensive ends be able to trash a quarterback like they did back in the day.
4: Yeah, I mean, you're always going to have people, though. Joey, like Aaron Donald, and these remarkably gifted defensive ends that, right, are going to have a chance to go ahead and, and dominate a tackle or a guard and and pile up their stats and and things like this. I I think what you're going to actually have at some point in time, Joe and Favre and I have talked about this a little bit in the last five years or whatever, and the conversations I've had with him, um, you know, that streak of his consecutive games of 297, that's the one that we've always said may never get touched. Well, as the NFL continues, Joey, to, to soften the rules and, and things like that when it when it comes to contact on quarterbacks, and, you, you know, you, you say you can almost put a, a red jersey on them or things like that because you can't hit these guys anymore – you may get you know some kind of physical freak, freak of nature at some point that comes along. I mean, you're talking what sixteen games? You would need nineteen years, I guess. That would be three hundred four to three hundred four games to to pass five So I mean, that it's still an unbelievable streak if if somebody can put it together and uh, and challenge that record. I, I it wasn't Eli getting. Kind of in the two hundred range before they benched him a couple of years yeah. ago, when Macadoo benched him with with the Giants. I mean, but but see, even still, he's five six years away. Then at at that point in time from catching Favre, um, that's the one that that I think will. I've always said that that's the record that's going to stand the test of time with with Favre, his, his invincibility, Mister Durability Streak. But when you start to factor in how soft some of these rules have gotten that may be challenged at some point in time because you're going to see quarterbacks, guys, like Tom Brady is now and Drew Brees and Rodgers wants to. You're going to see quarterbacks play well into their 40s. So guys are going to get 20 or 22 years, which which might give them a shot at that record someday, Joe.
1: Robbie, i got to ask you, man, speaking of quarterbacks, I always roll my eyes, but your thoughts on Taysom Hill being named oh, the heir apparent God. to Drew Brees. And did you know the Packers once had him? <laughs>
4: Yeah, I, 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 I've i heard that. Did, did you know uh, Joel Ferguson was the athletic director's grandson? Sue Wait, Wright, did you? Hey, he did.
1: I bet you didn't know, hear this one, though. Jake, Jake Kummer played at UW-Whitewater.
4: Oh, that, that, that's good to know. So the next time I'm in Green Bay, yeah. I'll, I'll have to bring that up. Oh, and
0: you mentioned um, Favre a lot, Robbie, that you've been interviewing him lately. I, he used to go by the moniker, the old uh, gunslinger. So next time you interview him, I don't know if he, you've ever known that, but yeah, <laughs> people used to refer to him as the old gunslinger.
4: He had a lot of nicknames back in the day, didn't he, Joey? Especially when he was yeah. when he was running around the state. Um, but, uh, and Rob,
1: I know you're a big basketball oh Wisconsin, God, I don't know a Wisconsin starting. basketball fan. <laughs> Brad Davidson. We could do this all day, right? Brad Davidson actually played quarterback in high school. I don't know if you can believe that or not.
4: No, I, I always thought he was a free safety. So that's, <laughs> that's good to know. I appreciate that, Evil. Um, yeah, sorry, Joey what, or Evil. What was the question? No, I was just time?
1: I was just joking around with you, man. I said like, your thoughts on the everyone always lose their minds every time you hear about Taysom Hill, and now he's like apparently the heir apparent oh, to Drew Taysom Brees. Oh, Taysom
4: Hill, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, isn't that funny? He's thirty years old and <laughs> uh, never been a starter at any level. I mean, he's, he's far too old at this point to me to be considered a franchise quarterback. And he's, you know, and and, and um, it's just he, funny. He's, he's talking. He, him and his agent guys are you know are talking about franchise quarterback kind of money it it is comical um it's sounding though guys more and more like drew Brees is leaning toward retirement and and you know and and they're going to move on from teddy bridgewater so it'll be fascinating if if he winds up being the guy because packer nation then will will get a chance to see exactly what it was they was what it was they let let get away i i wouldn't exactly bet the house on him going to a pro bowl anytime soon though guys so no it's 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 the off season story um in February guys when yep. when things are extremely slow that that's gonna draw some some attention and some traction and um yeah, it's uh it's uh it to me it's a non story though.
0: Well uh we'll leave this. It'll be a non issue on Saturday because uh, the Badgers they, they can't screw it up against Lowly, Nebraska, right, Robbie? They're gonna get a win on Saturday, right?
4: On the road, anything's possible, Joey, fifty fifty. I, I I don't know, man. Team uh, Team Turmoil. We'll see what comes next. But I I, I wouldn't exactly uh, make that your lock of the day on on the Joe Miller point spread game. So, no, no blood bank no specials. Special? Yeah, is that what you call it? Yeah. I, yeah. I, got, I, I still I, got a
1: I, lock a galactic year left, Rob. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I I might stay away from that game if I were you, Joey. That 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 smells of trouble a little bit.
0: All right, I'll uh, I'll reinvest my funds elsewhere. Thank you, brother. All right, guys. Have a great week. See there you. he is, you, our uh, Packer and center. Good stuff up at uh, Forbes.com as we get set uh, for the combine and the draft. He will be there to cover all of it.